weekend travel with Hawaiian Airlines. Say aloha to more legroom with extra comfort economy. And Mike Yardley's with us this morning. Kia ora. Kia ora, Jack. How spectacular has the tourism rebound been in Rarotonga? I reckon scholars in future, Jack, will look back <laughs> at the Rarotonga experience as a star specimen of the post-COVID rebound. I was just looking at the stats. Pre-COVID tourism accounted for less than 10% of New Zealand's GDP, right? Right. For, for the Cook Islands, 70% of GDP. Um, and over the winter months, after a slow start earlier this year, the visitor numbers have just rocketed so that since June, the Cooks have been running at about uh, 90 to 95 percent of their pre-COVID flow. Whoa. So they're back in business. The yeah. Raro rebound is really impressive. Oh, that's great to hear because I know for a long time um, they were really, really struggling. Things were, you yes. know, things were dire in, in many of the Pacific Islands, but especially in the Cook Islands. So that's that's, totally. that's great to hear. Yeah. Mm. And if you're visiting beyond the Palm Fringed Lagoon, what <laughs> should be top of the sightseeing agenda? Yeah, well, I think a lot of Kiwis probably think Murray Beach is the place to go. It's the perennial crowd puller. But I actually think beyond that, just past Murray, uh, there is the sacred site of Avana Harbour. I just love it because of its history. A uh, couple of things. It was here in 700 BC that Polynesian voyaging canoes made their first Rarotonga landing wow. uh, from Tahiti and Samoa. Um, and on a more uh, local note, Havana Harbour is considered the departure point for the great migration of those first seven double-hulled waka or vaka uh, to Aotearoa in 1340 AD. Interestingly, Jack, some of the locals told me that in their oral history, yeah. they reckon there were 200 vaka that actually took part in that first great migration to Aotearoa. Gee, that's mm. amazing, isn't it? I like <laughs> And and when you when you think about this waka, um, and you you think about the technology that wasn't available at the time, I just I yeah. think those those ocean going expeditions <laughs> are just they're, they're extraordinary, aren't they? Right, mind blowing. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So so really really rich history. I know that mm. um, you know the island night shows they can they can be pretty oh, yes. kitchen touristy, but um, yes. you reckon you found a good one at Highland Paradise. Definitely, yeah. So if you do want that mix of local music, dancing, and a bit of umu feasting, um, I think Highland Paradise takes to a next level, not just on in the fact that it's on the side of a mountain, but um, there is that heightened sense of heritage and authenticity. So the whole experience plays out on the slopes of this very sacred peak of Mangaroa, which was the ancient mountain refuge of the Tenumana people. They abandoned this highland village in the 19th century after they'd converted to Christianity. Mm. So the history there is just massive. How, how old is the ancient Marae site there? Wow, this totally blew me away. Yeah. Um, you will see the remains of this ancient marae, which has been carbon dated to 500 AD. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. 
I've got a bit of history. Um, before you tuck into the Umu feasting yeah. up on this mountain, you'll get this amazing tour of the site led by a guy called uh, Danny Mataroa, and he has a personal connection through tribal links to the village. He does such a great job sharing the cultural history of Highland Paradise. Today, I mean, most of the site actually sort of resembles a lush botanical garden. Yeah. But you get the most amazing views across the west coast of Rarotonga, you will see that ancient marae, all of these old rocks from 500 AD when they were being used. Um, and Danny pointed out, as we stood on the grounds of uh, the ancient marae site, uh, this neighbouring flat-top mountain just across the way called Raimaru. And I love this story. The legend in Rarotonga is that there was this major tribal battle. And one tribe, they locked the top off the mountain of Raimaru uh, to spirit it away to Aitutaki because Aitutaki didn't have a decent mountain and they needed a decent <laughs> peak. So they stole half of Raimaru and took it across to the neighbouring uh, island. Okay, so you, you've spent the day engaging with the, the local history. When the sun starts to set, where would you mm. say are some of the best cocktail spots? <laughs> well, actually, from Highland Paradise, as you gaze down on that west coast, yeah. that's where you want to go. Aurorangi <laughs> um, is the neighbourhood, and this is just like a necklace of mm. beachfront hotspots on the Sunset Coast. Um, from the road, you could actually miss some of these bars because they are very discreetly tucked away. But my picks, Jack, would be Shipwreck Hut on the beach bar, and best of all, Wilson's Beach Bar because uh, you can sip your sundowners, you can nibble on your yakaturi skewers, and then they um, mm. set a whole lot of bonfires alight along the beach at Wilson's. It is so cool. Wow. By the way, cocktail of the day, blow me up. The most extravagant of cocktails. So you've got your hard spirits and your liqueurs, bit of hazelnut, bit of chocolate sauce. I think it's sort of like a dessert. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. you sold me. Well, what about if you want something a bit more substantial to eat? Where would be the best places to, to dine, do you think? Yes, well, that's um, it's a good question because a lot of the, the ritzy accommodation places like Murray Beach Club and Little Polynesian, they are hard to get into because they're selling out so fast. But you can go there for lunch, even if you're not staying in-house. So I reckon they're both really good waterside lunch spots to get your fill of Ikamata. Uh, but <laughs> best of all for dinner... Iconic Trader Jacks on yeah. the Avarua waterfront. This place has been a labour of love for its colourful owner, Kiwi-born Jack Cooper, uh, for years. He sadly passed away earlier this year. But the history of this place is incredible. It was ripped apart by three cyclones Jeez. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, um, since its establishment in the mid-80s. So it just is, you know, rebuilt and... Uh, business proceeds, but there are so many stories with this pub. This is where, of course, Zach Guildford, notorious, oh, yes. made his <laughs> yes, so, so many stories. <laughs> <laughs> but Catch of the Day Seafood is the big seller there. Yeah. That's obviously what you want for dinner. I highly recommend the Cajun Parrotfish Fillets oh. with roast vegetables and poor, poor salsa. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Oh, well, I can mm. see why Rado is doing so well. Thank you so much, Mike. Pleasure, Jack. And for more of Mike's tips on great experiences in Rarotonga, 